Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Can I be honest with you guys? I've never watched a Russell Brand video. I only actually learned about this guy when I was looking at those, like, big politics YouTube, like, bubble comparisons. And, um, and I saw that he was like the other big socialist or guy like marked socialist. And I don't know if I've ever seen him say anything explicitly socialist, but I have to say I get some impressions just looking at his videos. First of all, his channel's huge. Five million subs. He's like Crowder size, except he gets more views than Crowder. And he seems to have mastered the like vaguely conspiratorial, vague posting title. Fast food does what to COVID? It begins. It's a con. We told you. Oh, so it's just BS. YouTube, blah, blah, blah. This is dangerous. This is an effing disgrace. So this is the end game. Now it makes sense. This is effing terrifying. This is why America's... If he's going to block it up, then so am I. Why is no one talking about this? They don't want you looking into this. Anyway, I remember this guy being sold to me as some kind of like enlightened thinker type. You know, he looks uh, he looks crazy to me, like uh, just um, just like um, like a like a cult personality type guy. Anyway, but I've never seen one of his videos, so it's just an impression that I get. That being said, I can't help but notice that an overwhelming amount of the videos that he has here are vaccine related or Ukraine war related and I scrolled down earlier and it it I, I'm I, I have a feeling that he's like not pro Russia but like you know he does like the whole Azov battalion thing here you know what let's just let's just watch now it makes sense sure man whatever hit me up what do we got I gotta say I also really don't like how he looks like he does just look like a cult leader, you know? Like, just right off the bat, he just looks like a cult leader. Um, he also looks kind of greasy, you know? Uh, yeah, he looks like, he looks like a Far Cry enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like, yeah, he looks like he'd be like the final boss of a fucking Far Cry game. Okay. Okay, so he's an actor, apparently. Actor, radio host. What a... He did voice work in Despicable Me and Despicable Me Too. Oh, well. That's, that's good. I liked, I liked the first Despicable Me. I thought it was pretty good. All right. Healthcare workers, doctors and nurses were heroes during the pandemic, but now the pandemic's not so much of a problem. So who cares what happens to them? Right off the bat, uh, low IQ presentation. Uh, my immediate impression is that this... this mannerism is meant to appeal to people who aren't particularly intelligent but are desperate to feel like they're the only ones with any common sense who are unveiling the truth in the world you know right hello there okay. you 5.3 million awakening wonders we I turned are it up on a, little a bit. voyage into the limitless and the forces that seek to limit us cannot be victorious as long as we retain connection with the inner light listen if you want to see more all right the cult the cult vibes aren't going away. 
more of that kind of stuff, unexpurgated, live in the room, asking me questions. Come and see me on tour. I'm all over the UK in places like Carlisle, Plymouth, Blackpool. I'm going to do a big meditation special in Blackpool. There are tickets available. The link is in the description. Now, during the pandemic, many of us felt incredibly grateful for healthcare workers, nurses, doctors that were willing to put their own lives, their own sanity on the line to ensure our safety. We learned, uh -huh. didn't we, during the pandemic, that life is sacred. And who should we value above all else and above all others? Nurses, doctors, those that are willing to put our welfare ahead of their own. Mm. Overselling it a little bit, the broader narrative was about celebrating and respecting frontline and healthcare workers, but the language he's, again, like this could be the cult language he's doing right now. It's like celebrating their lives above our own. I don't know. That just feels a little bit, yeah. Because obviously he's setting this up for some contrast, no doubt where, and I haven't pre-watched, but I'm guessing here that this is going to be something about the Biden administration doing something that some like healthcare workers don't like. That's my guess, because he's going to overstate this case to contrast it and then like propose some imagined hypocrisy between between the two. And surely, you know, given that there could be a pandemic just around the corner, right, Mr. Gates, we should probably I don't know why you would make fun of Mr. Gates for predicting another pandemic when he predicted this one, like right before COVID happened. It was the biggest pandemic in a century, and he like did a TED talk like right before. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure that healthcare workers continue to be well respected and well regarded. So let's see what's happening in that sector, in your country, in my country, and around the world. As the COVID-19 pandemic unfolded in California and across the US, healthcare workers were hailed as heroes, fated during long hospital shifts by rounds of applause and even gifts of food. Okay. They were praised by government officials. The Pope prayed on their behalf. Here in our country, we all stood on our doorsteps and clapped our hands and banged our pots and pans. That should keep them going for a couple of years. Could we have a pay rise? Bam, bada, bam, bada, bam. Oh no, a bang on a pot and pan will do just... I'm... All right. Just as well. Two years into the hell. Yeah. Incomprehensible angloid drivel. Okay. Just, just completely unfathomable bonger, uh, quote unquote humor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just of crisis though nurses say they've come to realize that not much has changed hospitals continue with staffing levels and bed space capacity that are inadequate to any surge in emergency care uh -huh. health workers still find themselves battling their own employers most of them profit-driven companies to create conditions that will allow them to provide the kind of care they say patients need you hear this again and again don't you anecdotally if you speak to healthcare professionals they simply don't have the money and resources to provide the care that they want to provide so the, the 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 place that he's citing from refers to the United States, not England, but okay. But yeah, I, I agree so far. They don't have the management structures. They don't have the funding. They don't have the goodwill. In our country, it's almost as if they're being deliberately hollowed out to facilitate privatization. That's what they do. They underfund uh -huh. things. They mismanage things until in the end you go, all right, just privatize it. Let your mates buy it. You know, and in America, I'm sure the models are different. I know you don't have, for example, public health care. So I'll, I'll be interested to read how the distinctions play out when it comes to your health. We're getting pizza and ice cream. We didn't want that. No, both of those things are actually very bad for you. We wanted things like personal protective equipment. Right, we need personal protective equipment. Couldn't I offer you a Cornetto? Well, that's not really going to help. Right, we've got to do a heart bypass operation. Mamma mia, look at this one. It's got pineapple on it. Protective
I feel, I, I feel like he feels like the hidden, the hidden third comedy pirate in the Pirates of the, the Caribbean. Remember? They had the short fat guy who was balding and like the tall skinny guy with the, with the glass eye. And I feel like he's the third one, you know? You know, you know what I'm talking about, like vibes-wise. Is any is anyone kind of like picking up what I'm putting down a little bit? That's that's just kind of yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like he's the 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 third one there. Um, so that's nice. Recruitment and enough staff to do our jobs. Said Zanay Trienfo Cortez, an RN and co-president of National Nurses United. By all accounts, the pandemic has left a deep mark on the nursing industry. Thousands of nurses were fired or suspended for not getting a COVID shot, while due to shortages, healthcare workers who had tested positive for the coronavirus were asked to return to work. Some of them are healthcare workers. They didn't want to get the shot for their own reasons. Meanwhile, people that had... Okay. I don't really care. If, 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 you're, a, if you're a healthcare worker, you need to get the vaccine. I'm sorry. I don't, I do not care. Uh, they, they're harming people. I don't care. Um, I do think, I do think it's unfortunate that, that nurses and stuff who were still sick were sent back to work early. It just seems one of those horrible, like, frost punk tier, like, double shifts type shit when, like, people are dying and there's no one around to help them. It's really unfortunate. I mean, obviously we should fund our medical care system way better. Had coronavirus, were asked to return to work. Hold on a minute, are these people heroes? You're heroes, we love you, have an ice cream, have a pizza. Uh, I'm not sure about getting that uh, vaccine. Boo, you're a villain, it's your fault there even is this pandemic. Hello? Yes. Yes. I'm the same person. I've actually got coronavirus. You, back to work, back to work. But the coronavirus is dangerous. That's why they've got to get vaccines. I'm not getting a vaccine. Boo, boo, have a pizza, have an ice cream. How does this thing make sense? The hospitals are sacking people, then realizing they don't have enough staff, having to re-employ people that have coronavirus. The whole thing's a bizarre... Wait, wait, re-employ people who have coronavirus? They didn't fire them, then hire them back. They just reduced the required... Um... Uh, 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 off work time for it. Uh, they probably did some some calculation models in the back end to determine whether or not the benefits they would get from additional workers would be counteracted by the increased likelihood of people getting sick. Um, you do have to get vaccinated if you're a nurse, though. That's pretty important. Conundrum of contradictory measures and bizarre values. How many times lately have you noticed yourself have to go one minute? No, these nothing contradictory. Again, it's always the perceived hypocrisy. There's nothing contradictory, not even remotely there. It's actually pretty straightforward. People are villains. Next minute they're heroes. We support this war. We don't support that war. And you might say there's a shifting perception. Like, like, he's like, well, at first they said the nurses were good, but then when the nurses did something that would be harmful to others, then they're bad. Yes, you know, it's, it's, I, that is true. So it's something called time, and as time passes, new things can happen, and we can react differently to those different new things. Um, this is 1.2 speed. Here's him at one time speed. ...due to evolving scientific narratives, which somehow some of those nurses and healthcare were... It's actually worse somehow. I'm going back to 1.2 has preempted with their own personal decisions. And in any event, the shifting scientific narrative doesn't re-employ those nurses. It doesn't solve the healthcare crisis that's being born. Wait, what's shifting scientific narrative to... 
to they should be vaccinated. Okay. What about by slapdash decisions, virtual signaling, and ad hoc sickies? Experts say that about 20% of all healthcare workers have quit since the onset of COVID. That's a bit worrying, isn't it? 20% of them have gone, oh, I can't handle this no more, it's enough. It's because they're not being treated correctly. It's because they're not being respected. It's because they're not being valued. Hospital administration. I agree with that. I think that's true. ...and lobbyists, meanwhile, claim they cannot substantially increase staffing levels because of severe shortage of nurses willing to take their jobs. I'm not surprised. Like, there's a lot of people that want to be respected, valued, and paid well, and they won't accept just ice creams and pizzas in lieu of respect. In reality... Okay, so here's the thing that I want to know. Outside of the complaining, what solutions does he have to this problem? So he, he, he pointed out privatization hollowing out the industry before. I agree with that. So does he want, like, what does he, you know, like, what? See, those forces have been at play for years, perhaps decades. As the healthcare industry in the U.S. moved stridently towards a profit-first model, workers have felt the effects of staffing levels being trimmed to the bone, while hospitals regularly run at nearly full capacity, and many workers have made the decision to leave. Do you hear what they're saying? This has been going on for decades. Do you remember during the pandemic? Oh, no, hospitals are full because of the pandemic. Bloody pandemic, and in particular, the unvaccinated. They've caused all this, the unvaccinated. Isn't it interesting how he keeps saying things that are true when he reads off from the article? And then he adds to that untrue and stupid things that aren't in the ad uh, article. So yes, the overwhelming majority of people who were occupying hospital beds were unvaccinated, and that did lead to them being so crowded no new people could be taken in. Hospitals have often worked at or near capacity, but COVID and the, now the unvaccinated people who get COVID extended past overcapacity and into like over, over, overcapacity. Like, while it is true we've long run into the margins of the healthcare industry in this country, the phenomena of like hospitals all over a state being so full that they literally cannot accept any more people is a very uncommon thing that did happen because of unvaccinated COVID patients. Does anyone here disagree with that? Let's 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 see him hop around like a monkey, not telling the truth for a bit, I guess. Meanwhile, we now learn that they've been trying to trim that profession to the bone to maximize profit. That's why the hospitals aren't running. Wait, we're learning that today? <laughs> okay. Effectively, that's why there's not enough staff. That's why the pandemic is having such a negative impact. But that's a complicated idea that involves powerful institutions and profitable systems amending their value system and possibly reducing their profit. That's complicated. Better to blame the unvaccinated. Oh, you wait, mending their value system. Oh God, wait. Is he is he just going to advocate for like better capitalists? Oh no, this guy got lumped in the socialist bubble. Unvaccinated, you've driven people out of the nursing profession. I'm unvaccinated and I'm a nurse. You unvaccinated nurse. Have an ice cream and a bit of pizza. A small slice. The fallout. Okay, I've sort of addressed this already. Let's 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 skip ahead a little bit. It's not too bright. I don't think we're gonna miss anything. Among registered. 
over what they saw as a capitulation to hospital systems that knew they were understaffed and did little to address the problem. Clearly, that was presented as an emergency solution to a unique problem, but by coincidence, that emergency solution supported the ongoing requirement of those money. What was that? Wait, what was that cut? What? That emergency solution supported the ongoing requirement of those monetized hospitals huh. to increase profit. As long as you have that motivation built into a care system, you're going to eventually have to compromise when it comes to staff and patient care because profit is the invisible ideology that dominates all many hospitals it's not invisible okay this is what warns me of conspiracy theories okay the idea that profit is what drives the healthcare industry is not some invisible secret it is the explicit and stated goal of every single one of those hospitals and of the industry and of the companies that run them and of the economists that analyze them you're not being led into some secret it's everyone knows this it's it's literally how capitalism functions but the way he frames it it has to be like the secret it's this conspiratorial thinking stuff like you have to code break like guys i figured out the truth private hospitals work for profit like damn that's crazy <laughs> thank you administrators have said repeatedly that they cannot hire nurses fast enough to meaningfully increase their staffing levels. This could be an opportunity, couldn't it? Couldn't this be a chance for people that don't have purpose or meaning in their lives to train to have a vocation that couldn't be more meaningful, could be more valuable to a society? But if that idea doesn't sit well with the profit-driven... Let him 40 chess boomers internationally... I think he's doing the opposite, though, Shu. He's like, because the emotional beats are about, like, hey, let our unvaxxed nurses in. Like, I feel like... It's always the opposite, right? Like, it's the same with Crystal Ball. Like, the dream with Crystal Ball is she's trying to trick right-wingers into supporting Medicare for All. But what actually seems to happen is she just makes right-wingers feel like they're economically progressive. No, I, I know I'm joking. He lost his mind a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Shoot, he wasn't like this, like, two years ago, right? Because I checked his videos out, like, like back when I saw him on the socialist bubble thing and i feel like he just came across as kind of like a shouty man but he didn't come across quite like this he's gotten worse since 2014 oh okay then i don't yeah then i don't even know um i want to watch multiple videos i kind of want to get like a collage system it won't be undertaken and you call it reality and you say people that think this way are not being pragmatic we form reality our ideas are the basis of reality do you think you live in something that just spills right, let me just see what the conclusion ends up being wars between nurses and patients might be a good thing? Or do you prefer it all power to be centralized for all of the information to be dictates rather than conversations? Do you believe we're not capable of participating in these conversations, of creating our own working environments, our own communities, our own schools? True democracy, in short, that your founding fathers laid out in the constitution that seems somehow to have been bastardized and corporatized. This doesn't mean anything. What are your political prescriptions? into a sledgehammer of tyranny under a really political shoot. party he did that, that names itself after the very system that it undermines with oh. every passing day. But that's just what I think. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below if you think... Okay, yeah, it's nothing. He's literally against voting. I'm not even saying he needs to, like, advocate voting for Biden or whatever. I'm just saying, like, he's saying nothing right now. Like, nothing is being said at the moment. Like, it's completely null. It's, it's like void speak. Um, but that's okay, because we get to watch more, you know, because we can kind of skip around them because they're not very, um, they're not very narratively driven. So this is the end game, and we have Biden with duct tape over his mouth and the Illuminati triangle down in the corner. Uh, I guess I kind of want to know what the end game is. Isn't that a movie?
Joe Biden has publicly said that he wants a new world order and a regime change in Russia. But if you think he go. wants a new world order and a regime change in Russia, you're a conspiracy theorist, right? <laughs> Hello there, you 5.3 million awakening wonders. We can. People are really vulnerable to, like, conspiracy cult leaders, aren't they? This guy feels like a stereotype, like an actor playing the role of the crazy... Okay. Continue to journey, don't we, against the odds in spite of the obstacles. You know they want you dumb, don't you? That they need you docile and compliant. You noticed it when you was at school. You've seen it your whole life. It... Bars. He does sound like grade A under A a little bit. That's true. Though I legitimately don't know which one of them is more intelligent. Continue still the endless bombardment of muddying information. A little while ago on the telly or whatever, Joe Biden goes, I want a new world order. And he also said, I want a regime change in Russia. And the mainstream media, those guys, the corporate media, the legacy media, you use your phrase, let me know in the comments what you prefer, said, oh, the conspiracy theorist, just because Joe Biden's saying he wants a new world order. Okay, so he's going to narrativize for a while. What does Joe Biden actually say? I mean, I know because I've seen this, but like, all right. Now, a minute and 45 in, after he's thoroughly poisoned the well, let's hear the actual thing. Joe Biden. We are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. God, Joe Biden's a bit boring, isn't he? That's it? Wait, does he, does he ever actually show Joe Biden saying the thing? Here's, here's another clip. Of the pins went down. Oh, shut up! And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna there's gonna be a new world order out there. Oh, what? Hang about. There's gonna be a new world order out there. It's nay on the new world order, nay! It's nay on the new world order. Now, let's face it. So, I guess this comes across as like kind of obvious to me, but the term new world order kind of just broadly refers to a paradigm shift. The only context in which New World Order, in a singular sense, refers to a specific one-world government is in, like, its modern, like, conspiracy incarnation. The phrase, there's a whole New World Order out there, doesn't literally mean there's a one-world government that has just been developed. Like, you already kind of have to be on the conspiracy mind-bent to read anything weird into that. It's a phrase that's been used pretty commonly in politics. I'm pretty sure I actually specifically remember hearing Reagan use that phrase, and he just meant, like, with the, with the fall of the Soviet Union? Like, as in just, like, the world is changing? Like, the order of the world is new? Like, a new world order, kind of? But, like, now it's this big, like, loaded conspiracy phrase, you know? This reminds me a little bit of when, like, uh, Pizza Gators... Would, would, would like read an email where Hillary Clinton's staffer would be like, hey, want to get some pizza? And, uh, and Hillary Clinton would be like, yeah. And they'd be like, look, ah, they couldn't hide this one from us, could they? You know, because <laughs> there's some shit like that. You know, like it, it's, it, it, when you're primed. There are two Wikipedia pages, one for the conspiracy theory, one for the political term itself. Yeah. The term New World Order refers to a new period of history evidencing dramatic change in world political thought. And then the conspiracy page, a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. 
But yes, Russell Brand, Joe Biden in a speech just casually acknowledged the Illuminati and just coincidentally did so in a way where it would have made more semantic sense for him to have just been referring to a changing world paradigm. Very sneaky you've caught on there. This channel has been subject to some criticism over recent weeks for talking about what are dubbed conspiracy theories. What I would call them really? are alternative narratives, often narratives that prove fruitful and true. You only need to look at the last couple of years to see the trends in media and... Oh yeah, there we go. The New World Order is also a wrestling stable made by Hulk Hogan. Maybe this is what Biden was referring to, see? They were like a street gang within the world championship uh, wrestling. Maybe this is what he meant. Like, there's a new world order out there. He meant, like, Hollywood Hulk Hogan was, com was, going was coming to town, you know? That's probably what he meant. Hell yeah, brother. The uh, censorship Hello, brother. Issues that have eventually become permissible to discuss. Putin! Your time's done. And we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world. What he said there, albeit in a way that was a bit boring to listen to, is that the rest of the free world should galvanize against Russia and create... Yes. ...create a new world order. Here's some headlines that were generated by... Yes, like the world order of uniting the world. Y yes. Yes. That. Joe Biden's new world order comment jumped on by conspiracy theorists. Like, that's the story. Like, the story is that. Rather than yeah. a trend and a history of opportunism by the United States of America. Read Naomi Klein's shock doctrine about CIA. Oh, hey, this is the second time we've heard about Naomi Klein's shock doctrine. I'm starting to wonder if it's a really terrible book. ...activity in Latin America, and then decide whether or not this is a conspiracy theory or a description of events that occurred. Wait, wait, hold on. If the new world order that you're referring to is neoliberalism, it's not that new, and it's not that secret. Oh no, Joe Biden said new world order, and conspiracy theorists are losing it. One of the things you have to do to maintain a power structure is discredit any alternative narrative. You have to automatically do that. People that believe in alternatives are crackpots and wackos, whether that's alternative ideas around health or diet or ideology or philosophy or culture, those people have to be... Man, this guy actually does, like, point by point, do all of, like, the QAnon-tier cult arguments. Like, every single one of them. Like, um, prime your audience to see, like, sinister shit and, like, totally ordinary stuff. Selectively present information to craft a deliberate worldview. Uh, when everyone else says you're crazy, it actually means that you're in on the secret and they're trying to keep you from getting to the truth. All the mainstream media is, uh, is, is, is lying to you in order to keep you specifically down. Like, yeah, he's, he's kind of nailing the stereotype here dismissed out of hand because otherwise what is it it's a threat you should be flattered because the reason they're bothering to condemn you is because they recognize that people are awakening Lit literally see like literally joe biden mentioned the new world order and conspiracy theorists lost okay wait is the rest of this literally just that oh wait we got another biden clip hold on we will have a different future a brighter future rooted in democracy and principles hope and light of decency and dignity of freedom and possibilities for god's sake this man cannot remain power. Capping a series of diplomatic summits in Europe, Mr. Biden delivered a speech okay. on Saturday in Poland about the war in Ukraine, and apparently ad-libbed remark at the conclusion of his address. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Quickly eclipsed the rest of his speech. Ad based. Based, uh, based regime change Biden.
Yeah, that's Mr. President Biden to you. Ad-lib. Not Miles Davis. Ad-lib, it may well have what? been, but it's an ad-lib that is somewhat in keeping with American foreign policy in the last 50, 60 years or so. Administration officials and lawmakers stressed that the United States was not seeking regime change in Russia. I am. Um... I can't believe people made a, made a big deal about this. Like, that's crazy, dude. I can't believe that the president of the U.S. would say this guy has to go in reference to a murderous autocrat who recently started a disastrous war in Ukraine and has for decades, like, lied his way through power and, like, made the world worse in almost every, like, way he's capable of doing. That's crazy. I would have violated Twitch TOS if I was up there as Joe Biden, you know? I would, have, I would have looked at the camera and told them, stop live streaming to YouTube and Twitch right now. Because I've got some shit I need to say. You know, uh, uh, only, only send this out to the White House live stream, okay? We do not have a strategy of regime change in Russia or anywhere else for that amount. Okay, that's funny, though. America's saying it doesn't have a strategy of regime change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get you, America. I see you. Regime change in Russia? No, I mean, over in Yemen. I mean, nowhere. Nowhere. In Syria. No, we don't. Do regime change? What is that? Wait, Syria? Uh-oh. This, this guy's full-on on the Russia train, right? Buddy, did you see what we did to Ukraine? If we wanted Assad gone that badly, he would be gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, if America cared that badly, okay, we've already done fucking Syrian missile strikes. You really don't think that we would just, like, arm the rebels with, like, $80 billion worth of equipment and then vaporize, like, half of the uh, Assadist government? Like, no, I don't. It's it's a proxy conflict at best. Even me? I've never even heard that. Regime change? Oh, yeah, no, no, we wouldn't do that. I say Ukraine? Syria. Said Secretary of State Anthony J. Blinken. The remarks were the most explicit yet from the U.S. president. He sees no future for Putin as Russia's head of state. What is it? When are you for or against regime change ex uh, exactly? Um, it's kind of difficult to say because America is like an evil country. So any regime change that we enact is going to be done for like U.S. business interests. Like it's not it's not going to like <laughs> lead to good outcomes. Um, however, like in concept. Not in terms of practical application, but, like, in theory, if you could, like, magic some shit, like, just magic reality to be different than the way it is, I don't really have a problem with regime change, okay? Being the leader of a government should be a dangerous job, and being the autocratic leader of a government should be an even more dangerous one. I really, I don't, I don't really care that much. How many people has Putin killed? You know, what is his life to that? Um, no, I, I, I am, listen, okay? Folks, I gotta tell you, being skeptical of power the first thing you learn is to uh, stop caring about regime change and start caring about why regime change happens and what their outcomes are, okay? To say anything else is to be a quivering, boot-licking liberal. That's what I say. Exactly the aim, asked former Greek finance minister Yanis Varoufakis in an interview. Is it regime change in Russia? Well, whenever the United States tried regime change, it didn't turn out very well and has never been tried with a nuclear power. The fact is, is that when a president That's says true. something about regime change, it's not a ludicrous and outrageous tangent that he's exploring some mad riff like James Joyce on a stream of consciousness. He's talking about stuff that happens all the time. Look, if you're not questioning... What, wait, what is this even about? Just America doing regime change in general? It's a bit boring, isn't it? Isn't it?
Oh, so it's just BS. We've got our pink robe here. Stand with Ukraine. How? By selling them weapons and saddling them with debt. Hello there, you 5.4 million awakening wonders. Here we are on a journey together. We evolve together. Awakening. Meanwhile, they stand in shadows, caterwauling, complaining, trying to drag you down, trying to drag us down. But we grow from there. We pity them in their doubt as we become more comp- A great awakening, one might, uh, one might say. As we flower, burgeon, and flourish as one. If you want to come see me live, you can come and see me live. I say stuff like that for hours. Can you imagine putting up with it? There's a link in the description if you fancy it. And please sign up to our mailing list in case we find ourselves in a position where we need to communicate with you directly, continually. Now, let's talk about what's important. The war in... <coughs> Man has a mailing list. He's really securing control. Jesus Christ. Ukraine. You'll have noticed that primarily the drive around coverage is ensuring that we stand with Ukraine in solidarity against the suffering that Ukrainian people are enduring. You cannot argue with that. No one would want to argue with that. Support for Ukrainian people. He's going to argue with that. Solving the conflict as quickly as possible. These should be ideas in all of our minds. It should be the intention in all of our hearts. But I've got some interesting things to share with you. Some vital ideas I think you might find troubling. They are connected, of course, to weapon sales and structuring debt within Ukraine in ways that might diminish the possibility of democracy going forward, depending on what your definition of democracy is. Ah, interesting. Okay, wait, I might be able to get on board with this because it is true that historically... America has lent aid to countries in conflicts that I agree with them lending aid to, but has done so in very, um, what'd you say, um, excel, like very much their own benefit. So let's see. Ukraine owes billions of dollars in foreign debt, most of it to international finance institutions, banks, and hedge funds. That is the case with every country. Billions? We owe trillions. That's not exceptional. Um, but okay. If Western governments were serious about helping Ukrainians amid a devastating war, they would push for those debts to be cancelled. Jacobin, what is wrong with you? What? How would America cancel Ukraine's debt with other countries? What? How? It's Jacobin. Jacobin, I know. I always get it wrong. Jack. Okay. Uh that's not how the economy works. Who wrote this? Heidi Chow? It's time to cancel Ukraine's foreign debt? Do they think it's like student debt? Where it's just held by the government and the government can pass a law to get rid of it? it, it, it the Ukrainian government's debt is with everyone everywhere. It says Western governments, not US. Yeah, but like, it's not even the governments, though, always. It's Western governments and corporations within Western governments, and America doesn't, like, control policy for all Western governments, and just, like, this is, this just comes off to me as a remarkably naive. Like, if you want to assist Ukraine, then give them, like, uh, uh, foreign aid. Like, that's simple. If you, if you want to help them, just give them the money to pay it off. Like, we can afford it. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm totally okay with the, with the solution here. This is just a ridiculous way to go about it. That's an interesting idea, isn't it? Like, I don't think it makes you... Interesting is a word that I would go for. A conspiracy theorist, or pro-Russia, or pro-Putin, neither of which I am, unless we're using your definition of conspiracy theorist, you know, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth about six months. You know, I hear that line all the time, and it's never actually turned out to be true. 
Like, people always say that about Alex Jones. Like, Alex Jones will do an hour-long segment on how, like, vaccines are actually the embryonic fluid of impregnated 10-year-old girls that the Democrats, like, harvest and fuck. And then, like, six months later, like, a story will come out about stem cell research. And people will, like, screenshot both of them next to each other. And people will be like, wow, I used to think Alex Jones was crazy, but he's just telling the truth. And it's like, no, he's not. Those have nothing to do with each other. Okay, sorry. That one I'll go with. But what I feel is important here is what type of stand with Ukraine are we advocating for? Surely it should mean ubiquitously and as sincerely as possible in good faith, standing up for- What are these jump cuts? Do you guys see this? Is this like a camera editing error? Like the frame lags and then it cuts like forward? What is causing that? Should mean ubiquitously and as sincerely as possible in good faith, what is standing that? up for the rights of Ukrainian people and seeking a peaceful resolution to the conflict that's currently ongoing. The There's consistent. no doubt that canceling their debt would be helpful, but that's not a conversation that would be advanced because who would that benefit and who would that disadvantage? As bombing and shelling- no, it's just, it's just it's just like a stupid solution. ...through Ukraine's towns and cities in the first week of the invasion, the Ukrainian government still made a scheduled interest payment to its private lenders on time. That's unbelievable, wouldn't it? During the middle of it, oh, stand with Ukraine, get your flags on, get your badges on, everyone, roll up, roll up, stand with Ukraine, boo, boo in. Oi, Ukraine, where's your fucking money? Oh, sorry, here we go. Oh, Jesus Christ, he's a hero, that's a lens scary. Oh, is that enough here? Is the check? Why do I feel like that was racist? Was that was that racist? What? So, yes, even during wartime, governments will make payments to other governments. Yes, the government continues to function during wartime. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a war because they would have lost. I like how apparently the the audience to this channel is so low IQ that they have to conceptualize every single entity, like, like every entity involved. It has to be boiled down to two people, and one of them is Ukraine, and the other is every other power in the world. And the interaction between them still needs to have silly voices for it to be like, for it to, for it to sell. You know, like, like, like yeah, of course. How could... How could Ukraine fight a war if it couldn't make its payments? Are you unfamiliar with the concept of war debt? That happens every war. Guys, you know that, right? You know America owed debts to France after the Revolutionary War because they gave us guns and ships and shit? Like, we owed debts to our own people because, like, the, the, the Revolutionary government, like, seized assets and, like, uh, you know, provincial, like, leadership would, 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 like, commission work and then, like, pay them down later and stuff. Um, like, this, ha this happens... This happens everywhere all the time. It's not exceptional. Yeah, also, yeah, we're giving them... Yeah. Thank you, Lonerbox. Yeah, we're, we're giving them aid. Oh yeah, soaked on left. I have no doubt we're going to give aid to Ukraine. This is a ridiculous. Um, Bosch America never paid the French debts. Lol. Based. Oh my god! I knew I was ah. I knew I loved this country. Absolutely. So we we incurred the debts. We just never paid them. Let's go. Absolutely. Let's go. Love that. I love that for us.
Right, yep, stand with Ukraine again. So, guys, they're paying their debts. Back up, everyone. Back with what are you free. saying? The lenders, mostly international finance institutions, banks, and hedge funds, are all queuing up to collect their debts with no sign of respite. Yes? Obviously? Wait, you think a bank is going to stop collecting payments on uh, on debt because a country's at war? Wait, America was at war. Wait, wait, wait. yes? I, this isn't even a capitalism thing, guys. You could have a global socialist government, and yes, countries in wartime would still make payments. This literally happened within the Soviet Union. Like, okay, okay, all right, okay, yes. Now that's an existing capitalist economic model. No, this is literally just like how the concept of governments work. Like, yes. You can either agree with or critique or be cynical and skeptical about. But what is important here is it's not... Yes, the Soviet Union was capitalist, I know. I'm just saying that this happens everywhere all the time. ...not being interrupted by what we're all told, and I believe is, a terrible crisis in Ukraine. If it really is a crisis, if utmost in all of our intentions is the well-being of Ukrainian people cancel their debt and if you can't do that then at least acknowledge it's a bit of a priority the situation in ukraine but the real priority is an economic one so any solution what if you if you don't somehow unconstitutionally force the private corporations in your country that ukraine chose to borrow money from to cancel or freeze their debts that means you don't care about Is there even a legal mechanism that would allow us to just tell banks and, and financiers like, hey, you, you, you we're dispelling your debt? You mean like we'd pay off that debt? If we want to pay off the debt, why wouldn't we just give financial aid to Ukraine, which we're already doing? Oh, yeah, it's not a window. It's a TV. We're seeing like a video of a cat running by. Solutions we suggest in Ukraine will have to be in line with our real priorities, which are profit. And if the government say, well, that's nothing to do with us, those are banks, hedge funds, and private interests, well, then we know who's really in power, don't we? The people of... What? Wait. I have the freedom to, like, bake a cake on my property and the government can't stop me. Does that mean that I control the U.S. government? Look, if they had the power, they would stop you, and if they can't, then we know who holds the real power. Like, okay. It's... It's called... Law. Uh, okay. All right. This is so dumb. Okay, I'm sorry. If the rest of this video is going to be as stupid as this, I'm sorry. Wait, I want to I want to find some more stuff, okay? It begins. L let's do one more, okay? Cuz this is How do we miss this? You couldn't make this S up. The story changes again. Oh, so this is why Ukraine is being attacked. While you're all distracted by Ukraine, the narrative is collapsing. You've been lied to about why the Ukraine war began. Oh no. I've been warned not to talk about this. Have you? Is that true? Yes, I see Jimmy Dore. You guys keep pointing it out. I know, obviously, they're very similar. Thank you. But this guy makes Jimmy Dore look relatively sane. Um... Yeah, these are huge view counts. Warn not to talk about what? I just, I, what, like what? Yeah, I saw his Shapiro talk like a while ago. I feel doubtful because horror and war against terror have been this You invade a sovereign nation, that is a war crime. <laughs> I mean, I think we're at, at, at just a real- Condoleezza Rice, just nodding her head there. 
trying not to betray that somewhere inside she must be thinking, we did... Oh, this is one of those, how can we support Ukraine when in the past we've invaded sovereign nations type deals. Okay, gotcha. We've been lied to about why the Ukraine war began. I just want to know, just what's, what's the truth? Tell me the truth, Russell Brand. Tell me the truth. This war is a simple black and white thing. Either Putin is evil or NATO started it. But when did the war in Ukraine really start? And who really started it? Actually true, though. Uh, NATO is good and Putin is bad. Very true. Good day to you, you 5.1 million awakening wonders. Do you know okay. that subscribe okay. because you're literally subscribing? Do you okay. want to come and see me live? I'm all over. Okay. Ukraine for a while because, of course, the inviting countries beyond Russia. But what we really want to understand today is how did this situation really begin? Of course, you could have what is called infinite regress. Oh, because of Stalin. Oh, because of American colonialism. Because of British imperialism. But a very important time in the escalation of this conflict was 2014. And it's that in particular we're going to talk about today because it seems to me that when you're talking about the neo-Nazi yeah, component, American interventionism, this was a key episode in the situation we find ourselves in today let's have a look at it now obviously what we're off i've spent the past like month of my youtube career preparing to respond expertly to every single one of the retarded five iq talking points he's about to list off i feel i feel like i feel like i'm a professional boxer getting into a match with a duck i feel i i, I feel like i feel like i have a scheduled knife fight in an alleyway and i'm rolling up with a fucking m1 abrams like there's no like i, I feel like i over prepared somewhat like jesus christ bring you is an alternative to mainstream media to them the war in Ukraine is a simple situation. Putin is evil. Putin. And then other Putin. people counter with the escalation of NATO hostility as to the culpability being on the other side of the fence. Nearly a decade on, the 2014 revolution- It's gonna be fucking Jacobin again. A US-backed far-right revolution in Ukraine helped us the brink of war. We've literally gone over this article before. It's the same article. We've literally gone over this specific article before. Hey, can we close Jacobin, by the way? When was the last time they did anything good? Unironically, when was the last time you've seen a Jacobin article like go viral on Twitter and it was because it was good and not because it was fucking retarded? Literally, like I'm actually asking, when was the last time? They give me content, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, they were pro BLM, but like great, nice job clearing the bar that was like built into the ground, you know? Yeah, every single time I see them go viral or whatever, it's like, it's because they've said something really dumb. Um, I don't know of dignity, as it's known in Ukraine, remains one of the more widely misunderstood episodes of recent history. I hate big tents soaked on left. Why does big tent have to mean we should include, like, Russian apologists? That tent is too big. These people are fascists. That tent is so big it covers everyone. I would rather have neoliberals contributing to Jacobin than fucking pro-Russia simps. They're far closer ideologically to leftists. Yeah, understanding it is critical to understanding the ongoing standoff over Ukraine, which can largely be traced back to this polarizing event. Like today's Russia-NATO tensions, more broadly at the heart of the Maiden protests... Maiden. Maiden protest. Maiden. Sorry. ...by some Western governments, especially in the United States, to isolate Russia by supporting the integration of peripheral parts of the former Soviet Union into European and... Uh. There's no one war influence. Presumably, although it was much protested against, at the time of the war in Vietnam, you wouldn't be able to say, hey, this is a proxy war. It's no one's business what goes on in Vietnam. We now know and are able to understand it was a proxy war between communists from Russia, American colonialism, and that's like completely appreciated and fully understood. Not 
True, but okay. At the time, even though there was a massive countercultural civil rights movement that was opposed to that war because of the draft and numerous other reasons. Just get to the... Because for 50 years, the Cold War had been the... Just get to the... ...a hostile encroachment upon Russian sovereignty. That is one component of this complex and sophisticated geopolitical issue. A major turning point in the US-Ukraine-Russia-Yanukovych... complex. There was a leader in place... This is, is this really like 2.6 million views for reading a, a subpar Jacobin article and then editorializing it? Somehow stupider than the article itself. God. ...that many believe to be corrupt. There are territorial divisions. There are alliances between former regimes, the former Soviet regime in the form of Russia, a desire for European integration. So this war, this conflict is occurring amid a degree of complexity. It's already just... Re uh, thank you for your fucking insight. Amid a degree of complexity. God help me. I'm going to start to get uncharitable. Have you considered printing out articles? I should write a book. Um, people liked my uh, dog pill article. I've said this before, but if you Google uh, dog pill, um, after the Urban Dictionary result, the first thing that comes up... Oh! <gasps> It's the two-year anniversary! April 5th! By astonishing coincidence. Two years of dog pill. Let's go. Two years of white women having fun. I wonder if it's possible for me to track the, um, the view count on this. It's got 2.8k claps, which is a lot for a Medium article. I wonder if it's got, like, hundreds of thousands of, um... ...views by now. Probably. Your dog pill article and SDL and I's anniversary are the same. Oh, congratulations, SDL and, uh, Merrick. That's awesome. It's not the second entry in incog mode? No! Is it not? Yeah, it is. It is for me. I think, I think incog still, like, tracks your data stuff sometimes, though. I don't know. Whatever. Reading this, not simple as, that Putin, he's a bastard. He might be a bastard. None of this, of course, is an attempt to negate the transgressions made by Russia under Putin. Uh -huh. That seems to be a foregone and understood aspect of this conflict. It's simply to point out that due to the nature of geopolitics, due to the nature of globalization, due to the nature of centralization, you're going to be dealing with a lot of interconnected issues. It's not going to be, oh no, there's some baddies, what are we going to do? And I think that whenever you find yourself supporting the intentions of a particular group in a way that lacks nuance, you are behind. Oh my god, he's not providing any nuance. He's just like, hey, the mainstream media wants you to believe it's this simple. And then... Oh, and there's no discussion yeah, to be had. Just... Use these do need to simplify the narrative because they oh have a my God. agenda in mind. The only way you could actually get anywhere with this is to let go of an outcome, right? You'd have to go, all we want is peace and for people not to be harmed and for ordinary people to have as much power in their own lives. Stood without looking at the US strategy to markets. When is their previous history of America trying to open up markets to global conglomerates? Oh yeah, always, all the time, with every single war there's ever been. A key tool for this has been the International Monetary Fund. Which what, 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 what started the war? What happened? Which is aid loans. To They're all working in collusion with corporate interests. We will lend you some money. Go on. As long as you keep talking, do exactly what we tell you. The that is the IMF. Uh-huh, that is true. IMF is funded by and represents Western financial capital and government and has been at the forefront of efforts to reshape... Is this really what we get? Like... 
Okay. The, the President Biden is the President of the United States. He is elected to the presidency in the presidential election. Like, the I, really, the IMF represents Western financial capital? What a secret you've uncovered. Holy shit. Like, it's like the desperation to come across like you're unveiling some hidden fucking truth. Like you're, like you're fucking peeling the lid off a sarcophagus to an unearth the mummy's curse. And it's bangers. Like, did you know the IMF represents Western interests? Like, holy shit. I wouldn't mind this if this was all like a prelude to like an actual point that's being made. But the point of this video just seems to be repeating very basic factual information and making your audience feel like that means they're more in the know than the mainstream perspective. Like, shape economies around the world for decades, reshape economies. That's takeover sovereign nations. We just like to reshape. Please just get to the point where you blame this on the West. It flows out of mainstream corporate media. You can't just watch that and go, oh no, Putin's bad. Oh no. There's a whole set of agencies dedicated to destabilizing unfriendly regimes and installing regimes that are friendly to American business interests. Were they present and active in the Ukrainian situation? Because in Russia's case, they promoted corrupt politicians and then funded an eight-year proxy war and then invaded. And the Ukraine people and their government wanted to move to the West, and they wanted to. So, okay. One thing that I've thought for a while is British colonization was all done very upfront. Dun, 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 dun. We're here on behalf of the Queen to nick your Operations that fund the two political parties in America are contingent on pledges of that nature being made. Oh, we can predict the profits will go up this much because we're going to have access to these resources. We can predict your profits are going to go up this much because there's going to be a war and we're going to be selling it. You know, this is where reality takes place. There are two economies. There are two realities. There's the reality that we are fed in order to keep us compliant. Oh my God, dude, do, do conspiracy theorists not get tired of this? Isn't this fucking boring? There's a one video of this comes out a day and literally like, 60% of every single video is just this same fucking broken record shit over and over. It's insufferable. Holy shit. Just give me a point. Just an actual point. Instead of just saying things and then saying that you know the truth now and the media is keeping you stupid or whatever. The geopolitical equivalent of a predatory payday loan. So they offer them financial solutions based on compliance. And one could argue that the that we don't want Nazis. Can we agree on that? No matter where you are on the political scale. While enacting only sure. the goals of the Western powers Wait, what about that the opportunistically... Where communities are made as small as possible, not as large as possible, as small as can possibly be effective. What is the advantage of scaling? Who benefits from power being centralized? Those are the kind of questions I'd be asking. The but, but, but you're not. You're not asking them, though. Like, you're not saying anything. You're just... Okay. Tragedy is that it served to largely empower literal neo-Nazis. This is not true, by the way. This is just a lie. Um, the the idea that like uh, the um, the Euromaidan protests and the Yanukovych ousting and all that were just like they super boosted the far right is instantly fucking gigacucked by the fact that they had like no power in government after. Like the elections happened right after. It's just it's just made up. It's just it's just fake shit. If there's one thing we could agree on, is there? But we don't want Nazis. Can we agree on that? No matter where you are on the political scale. While enacting only the goals of the West. Unless they're from Russia. Western powers that opportunistically lent their support, among which was the geopolitical equivalent of a predatory payday loan. So they offer them financial solutions based on compliance. And one Wait, could what? argue. What? Which? Where? What? Which? Where? Where? What? Where? What? Which? I can't. I can't. This guy's incredible. He says nothing. He doesn't say anything. It begins. What begins?
Is this a cop thing? What? Tell me. Get trapped down there. Nope. It says COVID right down here. It's a COVID thing. Of course, it has to be a COVID thing because COVID has been a magnet for conspiracy theorists. You can fucking keep it then. And Dixon County City Council in California is considering using ARPA funds on a police drone program, body-worn cameras, and a license plate reader program. It sounds to me like... Great. That sucks. Fight against the over-militarization of police. Or any militarization of police. Not just the over-militarization of police. Just any... They don't want you looking into this. What? What do the they want me looking into? What? 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 Weapons makers and corporations that directly benefit from occupations and any eventual access to raw materials and cheap labor. Justification for a permanent war economy, which best describes our national economic policy, also greatly benefits other corporations. Again, I will remind you of what Julian Assange said about Afghanistan. The goal was not... Financial corporations, part of the largest single sector of campaign contributions to federal candidates and parties, profit from war. Holy shit. The military-industrial complex exists? They don't want you looking into this. Oh, oh my god. They don't want- the, the Illuminati doesn't want you unveiling the concept of the military-industrial complex. It's not like Eisenhower's fucking departure speech. Was was it? I'm surprised. I can't believe the feds didn't merc Eisenhower back then. That's crazy. Relatedly, federal spending priorities favoring militarism over funding to states and communities have placed greater pressure on them to provide basic human and community needs, from programs addressing poverty, healthcare, education, hunger, homelessness, the environment, and physical infrastructure. Privatization and corporatization of public assets, roads, water, sewer systems, utilities, prisons, schools, airports, rail, bus services, medical services is increasingly the result, much to the delight of slews of corporate entities more than willing to monetize. And profit from what had formerly been publicly funded public services. That was a perfectly okay paragraph. I don't have a problem with anything in that paragraph. Now let's see how he frames it. Wow. So there's not enough public money to support amenities you might need, whether it's reparations of your roads or building of your kids' schools or some kind of health care, heaven forbid. And then they say, oh, look, see, the public sector can't handle it. It's too much pressure. Better privatize that. Where's the money go? Oh, public money, your money, your taxes, you at work doing your job. Where does it go again? Raytheon, Lockheed, are you seeing a theme developing yet? Do I need to, what, can, is there anything else I can do for you? That's crazy, Russell Brand. Thank you for telling me that my tax dollars get used on the Pentagon budget, which then gets used to commission projects and equipment from Raytheon and Boeing and stuff. That's crazy. They don't want you looking into the concept of the Pentagon budget. Are you fucking kidding me? They, they don't want you knowing about this. Yeah, it's the, the deep state Illuminati triangle with an eyeball on top secret of the Pentagon having a budget and the budget being increased. It's all done secretly through a public vote that goes through Congress every year when the budget is being ratified, you know. Um... <laughs> I can't. Dude, I can't. I can't. I can't with this. I can't. I can't. But you want to die? Let me get some pencils. Smedley Butler. Good work, sir. A retired U.S. Marine Corps Major General gave a speech in 1935 entitled War is a Racket. I know you guys mention it all the time in the comments, but you love that, don't you? War is a Racket. In it, he said, I spent 33 years. Hello, baby. I'm not in the Illuminati. I wouldn't have it. <sighs> I spent 33 years. What? 
years and four months in active military service as a member of this country's most agile military force, the Marine Corps. I spent most of my time being a high-class muscle man for big business, for Wall Street, for the bankers. In short, I was a racketeer, a gangster for capitalism. I spent some time with the Marine Corps in America, obviously, and I found them to be beautiful, fantastic, inspiring men and women. But to hear a Marine speak so openly, even like 80 years ago, 90 years ago, what do you think your man would make of what's going on now? What's just what was he making of what was going on then? He wrote it back in 33? What conflicts was he even resolving back then? What, what does any of this mean? That should happen. It also doesn't justify continuation of the largest military presence the world has ever seen. The military-industrial empire, which includes military contractors, prefers perpetual conflict, if not wars, over diplomacy and peace, and will continue to use their so-called constitutional rights to literally weaponize any perpetual conflict, if not wars over diplomacy and peace and will continue to use their so-called constitutional rights to literally weaponize any tensions and conflicts by calling for more arms sales and transfers and construction stroke maintenance of 750 bases and installations in more than 80 countries and territories so what i suppose okay you'd have to believe is the fact that these powerful military industrial complex organizations are getting what they want is just a coincidence. And the money they spend on lobbying, and the money certain Congress people spend investing in those companies, that's all just a coincidence. And if you point out all these coincidences, and there's a hell of a lot of them, then you are the conspiracy theorist. Not that- Yes, you get called a conspiracy theorist for pointing out that lobbying exists. This is, okay, this is what I mean, man. I've said this a million times, and I don't know if there are more new and inventive ways I can point this out, but the issue is that he will say things that are correct, and then he will... Okay, so identifying a problem and solving a problem are two different things, okay? So, Russell Brand seems to be okay at identifying a problem. He seems to have done it quite a few times in these conversations, okay? Alright, so let's say... Let's say... Let's say you've two... You've two... Pikachus. Selling this to the, to the Zoomers, okay? You've two Pikachus, okay? And one Pikachu is the, the ability to identify a problem, and the other is the ability to solve it, okay? So what Russell Brand is doing is taking very good care of the Pikachu that represents your ability to identify a problem, okay? He's giving them lots of Pika, Pika food, lots of pokey berries or something, okay? Um, he beat the other one to death with a sledgehammer. The other Pikachu is just like yellow paste that he dumped into a river. He is, what he is doing is weaponizing very simple truths and obvious problems as a way to, pr to promote um, a cult idolatry of him, to promote a, um, a cult following. Uh, and in so doing, he's pulling people who recognize these problems away from ways to actually fix it. Real policy solutions, real politicians or uh, uh, policies to support or to oppose. None of that. He hasn't talked about it and he's not going to. I could watch a hundred of these videos and I really don't think he's going to. He's pulling people away from that, away from being able to fix these problems and pushing them towards this insane conspiracy whirlpool where you believe insane shit, but then convince yourself that the mainstream media thinks you're a conspiracy theorist because you believe in the concept of lobbying, something everyone knows exists and recognizes. Do you understand? Does everyone get it? He's a crackpot, an absolute crackpot. Uh, 
and he's doing it either for money or out of mental illness. Okay. Yeah, SDL, there is some nuance I discussed with somebody over email about the extent to which, um, the extent to which, um, military industrial contractors really do increase Pentagon spending. And there's some finicky results there. I will say this, from what I've read, I don't actually think military industrial complexes want us to be in war. Um, they just want us to buy weapons. We don't need to be at war to buy weapons. Like the US budget or military budget goes up and up and up and up and up. We don't need to be at war to do that. They, they want us to buy their weapons. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And that is a problem because that wastes a lot of our fucking money. But uh, it's, there's a different, yeah, that's not the same as, like, we don't need to be at war to buy those weapons, you know. Um, who sells nukes? Um, I don't know if you really sell nukes. Governments produce them. I don't think, do, corporations may produce, like, um, parts of them, but the nuke itself is, is, is assembled and mostly constructed by governments, I'm pretty sure. There are probably, probably rules on that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw Astro Clock Tower. It was funny. Imagine a convo between Russell Brand and Carl Gunn. It would never end. Oh my fucking God. Can you imagine? Holy shit. They would probably end up agreeing, though, because all Russell Brand is interested in saying is pointing out that problems that exist are because of the elites, and Sargon would smile smugly and think in his head, the Jews, and then because he's retarded, he would say out loud, the Jews. And when Russell Brand asked what, Sargon would deny he said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Russell would instantly believe him. 